Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast for today. We're covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from, the, from September the 14th, 1991. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. It's almost 9 o'clock, and I'm tired. Doc's tired, so it's probably going to be about a 30-minute episode. Anyway, Doc, how hit are the, you? Hit the tagline. Hit Look the tagline. <laughs> What's up, man? So not only was it the 10-hour work shoot job that went straight to the soccer practice that I was covering because the missus is, is sick. Then it's the drive home knowing I'm late. Mike, you know what that does to a person's head. Oh, yeah. Especially and me and po- you. It's pouring down rain. I told Harper that how bad it was raining. It's raining very hard. So I was I was hydroplaning across town to get here for this bullshit. Well, no, nah, so, I want you to do that. No, nah, let's knock it out of the park. Let's do it again. The best three-man booth in the business. That's right. Well, Harper, how Harper, are you? Harper, we, we missed you last week for reasons that no one knows about. What happened? Well, it was just a long fo- – forgot to get into like nine. And I just said, fuck it. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. I'm tired. I work for fucking children. You're talking about the shoot job, right? Not us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and these yeah. Shoot, these shoot jobs have must have a, a New Year's resolution in 2023 to put the boots to the to the common man. Fuck! Now I know why they call them shoot jobs. Because they make yeah. you want to shoot yourself. Yeah. Come on. They make you want to do the Von Eric and Burger King thing. I mean, it's true. No lies detected. Shit, shit makes me want to cut off my foot and hang myself in a fast food walk-in. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, real quick, special shout-out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Weiss, and good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every week. No new patrons this week, but if you'd like to become one, tinyurl.com slash patreon btt is the place where you can do so to get access to our last clash uh the pay-per-views that we've done for wcw all the ecw shows the nwa power shows with sparks and a little fella half pint all of that's available on patreon tinyurl.com slash patreon btt any extra shows we do even outside of that are all up on patreon doc and i did every 
single episode and reviewed every single episode of Tales from the Territories last year. So all that's available on Patreon still, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Best way to support this show. There are no ads at this time. Can't promise that for the future. Wink, wink. Wait, what? What? Excuse me? Do you own a rich home? <laughs> no, no. We're not going there. We're not going there. Um, I'm not saying there's hey man, if I, could, if I could swing one of those chili sleep things for free, I, I'd pimp that. Bro, that must be great, dude. The fucking Omaha steaks and just getting that shit for free just to go on your podcast. Go, such and such 15. Just, well, they got a hot dog. And then they, they just give you free shit. Wow. Just, that's you that's just, what you I just, want. You gave them a free that's, ad just now. You realize that, right? Well, well, yeah, well, well, yeah. The first one's exactly. free, but the second one's going to cost you. Yeah. The taste is free. Yeah. Hey, I, I got something here. Okay. I figured out one way that we're better than Jim Cornette's podcast. What's that? <laughs> I'm not saying all of them or even more than one, but let me tell you something. If no. I had to come on this podcast and read about all you listeners, dead pets. Oh God, for real. I could, I wouldn't make it to the Burger King before it ended. Yeah, man, there is, there is nothing worse than having to put down a pet. And if you have to, or you lose your pet somehow, I feel real bad for you. But this is my escape from reality for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. And I can't handle that. Look, now, if you want to write in and talk about, like, the most, most, you know, alcoholic drinks you ever had in, a, in one setting and, like, then what happened, that's cool. Or, like, back in the day when you used to, you know, think about banging some bitches, you know, some crazy scandalous story, but I don't want to hear about Fluffy the cat eating, eat, taking a dirt nap. I don't know what you're talking about right now. That case in case and type shit. Harper, he does that a lot now, right? I'll be honest. I just listen to clips. What are you just, talking about, Doc? Can you help clarify? Every week he's reading like how they some. These their listeners, the 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 experienced listeners had to like oh I recently had to put down our German Shepherd, bruh. Oh, okay. I'd rather, I'd rather listen to dong crouton commercials than somebody losing their pet. You need to be clear what you're saying though. You're not making fun of people losing their pet. You're saying no, you don't no, want to no, hear no. about it. I just don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I, that's kind of depressing, man. I, I, any of us who've ever lost pets, and I, I think that is all three of us here who've gone through that at some point in time. Well, yeah, they I, all die. Yeah, it sucks, bro. <laughs> it's it's like, Father like Tom's you know, gonna power bomb your your dog. That's yeah, just what it is. It really yeah, I sucks. At Susie, uh, the other day, I was like, how many more years I got with your stupid ass? About ten. What is she, what is she like? Two now or three? She's like three. Yeah. I mean, you realize it after like, like, especially if you get them when they're a puppy or they're young, like let's say a year or two, once you've had them for like three years, you start going, damn, and like, yeah. you know, I mean, some breeds live longer than others, but other ones, man, you just start thinking about it, man. I mean, it's just natural. You're like, man, I don't well, know and, around. And before we had kids, we had a dog that was like our kid and it got a tumor in the jaw. We had surgery done on it. That was expensive, yeah. and then she ended up dying a few months later anyway, and I hate to be shitty, but 
I got humans to take care of now. See, now, yeah, now yeah. there no, comes no, the real see, heel. See, yeah, well, what about the pet insurance? Have y'all ever looked into that? Maybe we should. Maybe we should have that as a sponsor. <laughs> see, I heard. See, my sister had that, and her dog ate a fucking sock, <laughs> and so they had to pump pump her stomach out to pull the fucking sock out. So, so when she tried to make a claim, right, it's fucking health insurance, they wouldn't pay it because they said it's your fault. That An the act dog, of God. No, no, because you left a fucking sock out for the dog to get, so you caused the situation. So, fuck you. We ain't paying for it. You caused this. Okay, so I don't think that's how we want to read the ad copy for our new sponsors. Yeah. Well, well, there are no new sponsors. Y'all just got carried away, but okay. No, you um, said what might be Man, you, you made a, 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 I feel like Harper and I are doing consumer protection for the listeners when you're like, oh, maybe we'll do some ads. Hey, we ain't discussed nothing like that. Yeah. You got to, you're sitting, like you're riding with the two best pitch men in the business. We just ain't got nothing to pitch. Yeah. Bernie got to <laughs> have the fucking toy store or something when we first started. No, 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 not not him. No, I'm just saying. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I do remember it. I do remember it. I, I, I really actually wish the Dawn Crouton people would have been serious, because I certainly would have loved to have seen Hopper pitch that, because I think he would have been a great pitch man. I mean, he's pitching Real. that thing around. You know, look, I had Armando tag me this week in the in the Squirter episode. Okay. So you can't tell me that hard body hopper couldn't pitch a dong crouton. Well, speaking of dong croutons, I think we ought to all send our best wishes to the King Jerry, Jerry, the King Lawler, uh, fighting, hopefully recovered by the time people listen to this from, uh, the recent stroke he just had. Oh, fuck. It's a bad stroke. Like he's all. Brian Alvarez said that he was found face down in the like in the driveway of his house or parking lot or something, and he had surgery, and he's expected to make a recovery. But man, uh, strokes will take a bite out of your ass. Yeah, and yeah, he's seventy three, right? So I mean, it's not like him shit. I, I sleep hard, and I wake up like all fucked up, like I had a stroke. Boy, and, you and I'm in about forties. I can't imagine, you know, the stroke. Yeah. I sleep bad in my late 40s, and I'm like, God damn, what happened last night? Shit, I'm like, I got to call into work and, like, make some, make some, you know, check out, make sure I, I don't need to go start digging the, the six-foot hole in the backyard to jump in. <laughs> so we hope, uh, we want to wish a speedy recovery to the king so that he could get back out there and, and uh, be slaying that ass like wow. he likes to do. That's what? Nice. On that note, Doc, let's uh, talk about uh, some five star reviews. Oh. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the first one on Podcast Attic. Uh, we got one on Podcast Attic from Paul T on February 3rd. He said one of the top three wrestling podcasts out there. The three realest guys in the room. No bullshit. No nonsense. Reviews of wrestling past and society's future. <laughs> you, like can't that you can't teach that. You can't teach that. That's a good one, Paul T. Thank you very much for submitting your podcast attic review. Now, Doc, do you have your? Um, we actually got a couple of. We I got have three, three different five stars. Yeah, so go I have ahead. Three. 
and I got to say, I appreciate that because it had been a while since we'd had one and then we had a little lag. So, again, as always, we read them when they come in. It's just we're working around some things. Uh, this is one uh, we got five stars from uh, the end of January. Guy 1088. It was five stars and just said Jay Briscoe in all caps. Yeah, it's because we did a great tribute to him. And I mean, we pushed through the episode that night when none of us wanted to do it because we got the news right before we went on air. Yeah. Thank you, Guy. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we feel the same way about Jay Briscoe for sure. Uh, we got one just this past week. Um, I guess this is probably early February. Didn't have a date date on it. And I, you know, whatever. This is, boy, I can, I, I'm just going to spell this out. It's C-R-S-Z-1. I know who that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a longtime BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. His name is Chris Zanto. Not Zantia. Not oh, Zantia, Hopper. Slow down. No, no, no. Quit giving that asshole his moment in the sun and give this <laughs> asshole his moment in the sun. <laughs> quick, quick, giving, quick, quick giving one, one Chris a moment in the sun. And Doc doesn't say Chris. He says, quit giving that asshole, give this asshole. That's nice, Doc. You're yeah, an asshole. Yeah, yeah. His, his is titled BTT Army, five stars, of course. He says, I love these shows. I'm a loyal soldier in the B. Well, he said BBT. Nah, just typo. Well, I you know, I was wondering if it was BBW. <laughs> Hopper would know something about that. Right. BBW? Big beautiful woman. Oh, okay. I love the interaction between Mike, Doc, and Harper. Best parts of my week, book it. Bitch. That he's way to finish fa- that he, one off. He's in the Facebook group, Hopper. You've you've seen his post before, I'm sure. Yeah. Boy, I gotta take a drink of, of cold beer before this next one this is this is as he's taking a sip of beer this one is from i'm not even say who it's from i'm gonna let doc say who it's from but it's titled circle circle doc doc (laughs) not dot dot doc like a boat doc (laughs) unique rock yes this is good the all caps the definitive wrestling podcast by two men who are straight up over it and a grown man child in desperate need of printer toner (laughs) btt is dedicated to bringing you the most insightful and hilarious wrestling commentary without ever taking a week off doc fits in fits recording in between youth soccer games harper occasionally shows up and Mike holds it all together like only the basis from REM could. Cheaper than therapy and better than listening to ad reads. I'm not saying BTT brought down the Berlin Wall, but I'm not saying it didn't. Bullshit, pal. We brought down the wall. Hey, yeah. we've raised the dead, and now we've ended communism as we know it. That's <laughs> right, damn it. Don't like David Hasselhoff. We were there planting the seeds for this podcast. 15 years prior at the, at the, or wait, 25 years prior (laughs) at the Berlin wall. Mike Mills, tear down this wall. Tear down this wall. (laughs) Oh man. Speaking of soccer games, Mike, I got to tell you the heartache that's coming here. Okay. We got, we had, we had, 
both kids get this. Both kids are now in two leagues. So each kid has a game on Saturday and each kid has a game on Sunday. Bless your heart. So the Sunday game for the boy got moved to, and you know where I live, got moved to McKinney Saturday hmm. morning at 8 o'clock. No, just, we'll just drive to Oklahoma while, you get, while you're going. Right, right, right. How far and, away is that? Uh, it's, it's, it, over, it, it's over an hour. Yeah, it's, Fuck. A, it's a ride. And and the girl has a game Sunday at four forty five. Now, why would that be a problem? Sunday at Super, 12, dude, Super Bowl. This Sunday? Yes. That's fucking bullshit. Why? <laughs> why? Who's, who schedules Bowl. that? Exactly. Why? So what? Like this white is people. Yeah, exactly. So this is. Uh, for everybody listening, uh, we're recording prior to the Super Bowl, so that that's that. Now, I may just stand out in the middle of the soccer field and wait for the aliens to beam me up unless the Chiefs decide to, to ball out, though. He's ready for humanity to end. If the Eagles it's over, man. Two-time champions? Come on. <laughs> yes? Well, what if the Eagles win? <laughs> he's not going to show up next week. <laughs> he's going to leave it to me and you, and me and you are going to review a show, and every time I say, Harper, what do you think? Well, that was fine. Okay, next match. <laughs> well, Harper, what do you think? <laughs> eh, it's fine. Uh, okay, great. next match. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen next week if the Eagles win. Here's the thing. We could have beat them. We yeah. couldn't beat the 49ers. I get that. Doc, just let it go, man. It's over for your team this year. No, no. Hey, you know what though? I got out the maps. Jesus the Christ. flat maps, not the globe, the flat maps. Because now right. the football season's over. It's all basketball. And we got Mr. No Dinosaurs, Flat Earth, hating on certain people, Kyrie Irving, and it's on now, brother. Jesus Christ. He didn't talk to himself into it. Actually, you to. haven't talked yourself into it. No, no, no. You ain't talked yourself into it. You've just accepted the fact that, Jesus Christ, I got to deal with this idiot. Mm-hmm. That's what you've done. He's a moron. He's not a good team player, in my opinion. Then I don't even want to get into the just stupid stuff that he says and tweets. Okay, Doc, Mike, I have a Mike question. Hit, man, Mike hit me with. Apparently, you said this last week, and I was like, okay. What was it, Mike? What was it that got us in trouble? It didn't get us in trouble. I just don't know what you're talking about. Come on, bro. It was a lot of time happened between now and last week. Are you are you saying I said you said something last week? Yeah, you were like, you said something last week, and I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And you're like, the funny thing is you really don't have a clue of what you said. Okay. I know what it was. Now it's dragging the memory. So, wait, real quick, I'm going to answer that question. But before, Kyrie Irving, just give me your thought on that real quick. What are you going to do about this? Um, so, here's the, th here's the thing. I watch a lot of Mavericks basketball, and this team was not constructed to do what it needed to do. And Luka was playing a lot. And the problem with that is he has a player option in a couple of years. You can't let him get to an opt-out without making a swing at some things. So is this risky? Of course it is. 
Um, could it blow up? Absolutely. But they're also now talking that the, that the Mavericks are trying real hard to pry DeAndre Ayton out of Phoenix, who had 35 and 15 tonight. And if you pair those three together, let's get it on. You got to do something and you got to try it. And the team is currently constructed was not getting it done. And Luca was was really having to go after it. So is he the preferred guy I'd like to go after? No. All right. I'm glad you've talked yourself into that. Um, you asked me a blow, question. It could blow up tomorrow in game one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, be, it, I mean, it, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to call up the aliens to come in by Sunday. So right. there's no guarantees here. It's, uh, it's raging yeah. on Rondo part two, but okay. I was telling fucking Mike that I fucking locked my keys in the car today. Oh, no. Yeah. You have a Slim Jim? <laughs> no. I'm not 1985. <laughs> Does that work these days? I don't think you could use that now. Yeah, I don't know. So how'd well, you get, how'd you get them out? You called you no. call Lady Harper? No. I had to call fucking Papa Lock. Did and they have a Slim Jim? No. No, they got that, that fucking... It's like a, a pump that they stick in there and, and they pump it, pump it, pump it, and it, it, you know, between the door and the window and they pump it and it, it expands like a bag, enough space to where they can put the thing down there and they clunk, clunk, and they, <laughs> and they fucking unlock it. Now, I'm going to send you the picture okay. of the car that the guy pulled up in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, while while we're waiting on that, um, that seems a lot more involved than just having a Slim Jim. And you remember back in the day when y'all are all standing around like fucking with shit and somebody pulled out the Slim Jim and everybody started cheering. Like, who was the guy that rolled up with, like, I got a Slim Jim? Yeah, I like the fucking, uh, the, the fucking coat hanger. Yeah. I've done it with the coat hanger. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm not the handiest guy in the world either, like, but I've I've done that. I've also, in my old Cutlass Supreme, moved the window enough without breaking it to yeah. have a, a loop on the coat hanger to stick around the, the little knob that was hanging up <laughs> and work it that gone. way. <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> ah. What the shit? Is this fucking Doc Hudson? Yeah, that's tell what the guy pulled up in. Doc, I mean, Harper, tell him what kind of car it was. Because oh, they see can't it. see it's the picture. Lock, bro. It's, it's, that's Deathmobile 666. <laughs> what year 19, is it, Harper? It's a 1949 Cadillac. <laughs> 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 I couldn't <laughs> fucking believe it. Bro, let me tell you. The only reason it happened is because it was Hopper. <laughs> this happens to no one else. Hopper, Hopper sitting and there. And it's got Mardi Gras beads on the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he pulls up and Hopper's like, holy shit. Go yeah, ahead, Hopper. Keep it. telling Doc the story. And I'm like, bro, how, how old is that car? It's like, it's a 49. I'm like, Jesus. I was like, why are you driving this? <laughs> He's like, because well, I like driving it. I'm like, what the? F-? And then he, I said, well, how do you find parts? He says, dude, I just kind of like just make shit. And I've heard fuck- guys say that before. 
they his I said, well, how you following fucking wiper blades? He says he just takes like a, a wiper blades and he cuts them to where you know they could for the size and he just zip ties them to the fucking handle. And that's just wiper blades. Mm. Now, how much did you pay Mr. Papa Lock to to pop you open and get you free? Sixty five fucking dollars. And you've been mad at yourself ever since, haven't you? Yes, I felt like a fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Because I mean, it happens, and, and everybody gets everybody gets a mulligan on. Everybody gets a pass on that. Like everybody well, it, makes mistakes. It pisses but, me off because this, this car's it's 2019. How the fuck you? How does that? I, I figured if the keys are in a car, it senses it, and the door doesn't fucking lock because my Malibu does that. Ma'am. Mrs. Duck's always on my ass. Why'd you leave that door while you're doing this? And I'm like, because I don't, we got one set of keys for my car. We don't even have a spare. Oh, fuck that. And I'm like, I ain't locking my, my shit in that shit. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing, Doc? Uh, uh, not I, locking my keys in the car. Because I ain't I, done that since I was a teenager. I love when he told me that. Then I see the picture of this car now. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Of course. Of course. You had to call Papa Lock for the first time in 20 years. And, of course, the dude pulled up in a 1949 vehicle. And you know, I, better, The only thing better would have been if he'd have been Amish and pulled up in a horse and buggy. I said, fuck you. You, 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 you look like you're about to take on John Travolta at, at fucking Thunder Road on fucking Greece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look at that thing. God damn. And it ain't completely restored looking either. It's oh, that, hell no. No, he actually, drives it around regularly. Yeah, like, like that's his everyday car. Like, like, like that's, that's his, his daily Honda. driver. Yeah, like that's his Honda Accord. Harper, that, that bitch probably gets six miles to the gallon. <laughs> yeah. And I said, so, so, so what kind of insurance do you have? I'm thinking you must have some special insurance. No, I just got regular fucking insurance. He's like, insurance? Yeah, what's that? I'm going to have to post a picture so the patrons Man, can see what kind of vehicle this is. Like, about to go do some ghost busting. Yeah, for real. For mm -hmm. Elliot, Elliot Ness looking shit. <laughs> uh, okay, uh... Anything else, Doc, or you want to get into some wrestling? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I was looking, I was just looking into it. I said, well, dude, how many miles are on? He's like, I have no idea that the, 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 you know, the, the numbers are just so faded. It's just white. <laughs> and I'm turned, looking, turned to dust. And I'm looking on the floorboard. He has a, you know, the, the old cars, like, especially the, those, those those old trucks where the floor would fucking rust out. Yes, he had a fucking license plates. He had license plates oh. welded on the fucking floorboard to, to like as like patches. <laughs> oh, I'm half surprised you didn't ask him to like drive you around the neighborhood to see how it rides. Well, that would have been fun <laughs> if I bought that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, can you just you know like for for shits and giggles, take me around the block for a second? I want to see yeah. what this feels like. 
Swing me around. <laughs> <laughs> it smell like cocoa oh, butter man. in that thing? Oh, Jesus. No. Okay. Oh. We're going to talk some wrestling. Old school. Yeah, let's, let's zoom through this. All right. So we're talking WCW from September the 14th, 1991. Uh, this show is one of those episodes where they replay a bunch of stuff in it and do a lot of pre taped promos because of the most of the matches on this show happened before the last clash so jr and paulie they throw to several clips and backstage promos so just keep that in mind um i'm not sure where the matches were taped from because i actually how about a wrestling ring i use the site wwe.com uh history of wwe.com to to usually look up you know attendance and where they tape it but anyway with this one there was no results, and it seemed to be like maybe a mix of matches. Some of them may have been center stage, Georgia Mountain Center, but I don't have official records, so there's that. During the intro, they show some clips of Ron Simmons and Lex Luger from The Clash, and they also show part of the ceremony where Ron Simmons goes into the FSU Ring of Honor or Hall of Fame. I'm not sure which one it is for them. Uh, we then head to JR and Paulie on commentary, and they are running down what we'll see today before heading to the ring to start off this show. Nice and cold with a six-star Matt classic between Tom Zink, the Z-Man, versus Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. We get a picture-in-picture from Z-Man talking about Luger. Z-Man is delusional talking about Luger, but I, I just... Don't know what else to say about this match. Uh, Z-Man's going to win with a super kick um, and then a cross body from the top. Wrong guy won. Doc, what are your thoughts? Um, it was the the promo. I like to look at the ticket book there. Me too. How do you think they, where do you think they got Buddy Lee's ticket book from? Mm, Army Supply Store or some shit. I don't know. Okay. It looks like a real ticket book, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, you guys, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what a ticket. Well, I do know what a ticket book looks like nowadays. I see it on that uh, on um, on Patrol Live, Live or yeah, Live Patrol, Live PD, okay, or whatever so, it is. Uh, Zinc gave the, pretty much a, a variation of the same promo that he gave last week about Luger. So you know, the preoccupation with Wyndham and Simmons is fine, but that that kind of that does kind of harken back to the old days where. They were the baby faces were cutting on the promo promos on the heels and all that. Um, we have not seen James Earl Wright in a while. I thought Buddy about Lee's that too. Been singles for a while. By himself. Not only that, but he he's tagged with a like uh, partners that really weren't James Earl Wright. So I I honestly don't remember if James Earl Wright is just like gone during this time period. But I mean, Parker's well, there, and he's either at the donut shop. Or got a speed trap set up. You know, they should have got a run with the world straps, bro. State oh, Patrol. Come yes. on. That episode with Blassie, and I heard you just calm Filating down. the State Patrol? Yes. <laughs> hey, when you're white, you don't have to do that. You don't have to fillet the State Patrol. Wow, that's nice. You're an Remember asshole. Remember that movie, Bad Lieutenant, Harper? Yeah, I remember that. When he pulls over those two girls. Yeah. You guys see that, Mike? No, but there's no law against fast relief. Never. Alka-Seltzer to the rescue. The older you get, the faster you want it so that you can get back to doing other things. Boy, you ain't <laughs> lying. 
<laughs> Any other thoughts on Z-Man defeating Buddy Lee Parker? No. We got to go to Arn. Look, here's the Rolex of the week right here. So let's go to it now. Arn Anderson and the Enforcers, uh, Larry Zabisco. Here they are. Jim Ross and Paulie Dangerously back at ringside here on WCW. In just a few moments, we'll see the World Tag Team Champions in action. I think this is probably the finest wrestling team ever assembled. Oh, no doubt about it. Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco, the Enforcers. And I've told you for so many weeks, this would be the next World Tag Team Champions. And I was right. Here are some pre-recorded comments from the enforcers. You know, you people are looking at two men who live by the adage, to err is human, to forgive is real stupid. So to you people who get in the ring with the enforcers, do not make any mistakes, because forgiveness is not the business we're in. We knew what it took to win these belts, and we know what it's going to take to keep them. You see, now... Your head is on the chopping block, yours and mine. We have no friends. We have no allies. Because in this business, there are people that want things, and there are people that have things. We have the most coveted trophy in all of tag team sports. We're the world tag team champions. Me, for the fourth time, probably the last. When we're ready to give these up, it'll be through retirement, not by losing them. You're looking at the team of the 90s, the enforcers. All right. Uh, can I give him my Rolex now? I mean, Orange out here talking about, you know, we have no friends in this business. There are people who want things and people who have things. And guess what? He's one of them people who has things. Uh, hit the tagline, Harper. Book it, bitch. <laughs> I'm still stuck on last week's discipline without our power without discipline is chaos. Yeah, we should probably tell Harper about that one. So Harper, I just did. No, no, well, I was gonna say he was talking about Bill Kazmaier, Harper. Oh, yeah, oh. you know, he's talking about all right. yeah, all those muscles, and he's like, all that power without discipline is chaos. As they hold the belts, and Doc and I were like, shut it down. <laughs> yeah, that we both gave our Rolexes to Arn. By the way, Mike Pru who does the ECW show on the Patreon feed for us. He said, uh, this was a really good suggestion that we should rename the Rolex award, the toot toot award for Arn Anderson. Thoughts. I don't really like the outside influence on the show. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Who do these people think, think they are? Let us handle creative. You, yeah. you handle, you, you stay, in that 18 inches out there in the seats. That's right. Any other thoughts on... Jesus. Any other thoughts on the Enforcers? Yeah, 12... Oh, we're in the match here where they're fighting Joey Maggs and... Somebody. Terry Bronson. Thank you. Uh, 12-10, please. Have three timestamps here. Or two (laughs) timestamps. We'll take that... We'll take that under consideration that... that I always like that move right there. Like a backbreaker where you're stretching him yeah, out? Yeah, you're stretching mm-hmm. him out a little bit, but you're not really, you know, he's taking care of him. You mean he's working? Uh, what? That's gentleman wrestling. Yeah. Just fake? Can I get a 1430? 1430, yes, sir. What are we looking for here on 1430? I don't know. All I got is that it's funny. It's a, right. I take great notes. All right. So oh, they're Arn's... pushing on his head. 
Yeah, Arn's got the guy in a Boston Crab. Larry Zabisco comes Backed in. out with himself. Mm-hmm. Then Goes right in back the into the crab. He applies the crab, and he's going to push on his head. <laughs> Arms on the outside, he pushes Larry Zabisco's head as for leverage. That's nice. It <laughs> really guys, is. These guys are awesome. And, and I got to tell you, this the, the Zabisco Arn tag team has been the best thing I've seen that I didn't see from my dark period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So far. Good stuff. Yeah, they're great. Their their promos are good, are great. Their matches are great. And that's going to end it right there. They complement each other really well. They, they both, do. like, Larry Zabisco is a different type of promo. It's effective, but it's not like Arn Anderson. And then Arn, he's like the closer on the promos Look every time. This. That's ah, a whole Arnie Garvin move right there. Let me just snap that that hammy in too. But they're just really good together, man. Like just no other way to say it. They Being shook hands at the end like we did our job. Didn't break a sweat. Well, Orange got a little sweat going, but you yeah. know. Yeah. But man, so far of things like I've never really seen, they've they've been the best. Them and Van Hammer. Yeah, right there. God, Van Hammer. Get Speaking me a of Van Virginia, Hammer. Get me a Virginia Slim. I was texting. God, I, I, I'm sure he's okay with me sharing this. I was texting with Bobby Blaze after I said I needed to text him about Van Hammer, and I was like, Bobby, how well did you know him? And he's like, Oh yeah, I knew him well. Okay, tell me about him. He's like that big bastard. He used to smoke them skinny ass bitch cigarettes, those Virginia Slim one twenties. <laughs> he's like, ah, I used to catch flights with him all the time, and he'd be in the in the airport smoking those little sissy bitch cigarettes. I wonder why he would smoke those of it of all kind. Like I knew people that would smoke like camel wides. Yeah. Like, it's more tobacco for the same money. Right. So were what's Virginia the Slims what's the more expensive? Uh, I don't know. Probably earlier today. <laughs> Nobody's laughing. It's just the three of us. That's why he's laughing. When's the last time you bought a pack of cigarettes? (laughs) Earlier today. Also earlier today. Dude, I I have a path that I've been, you know, my little outdoor runs, and there's a house, and somebody's always outside smoking. And here I am jogging three miles. And I can smell that cigarette outside, and it smells so good. And I just want to stop and, like... Dude, they got... Every morning, I got to take a morning shit, right? That's that sounds usually familiar. what happens, yeah. And there's one of those, like, truck stop... Well, y'all might not have them. Those, like, truck stop casinos. Y'all have those? Mm-mm. Well, no, you, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the big truck stop gas station, and they have yeah. a quote-unquote casino where it's just like slot machines and, and video poker shit. And that's yeah, Joker poker bullshit. Yeah. yeah, and you know you can smoke in there. And when I walk in there to take a shit, I swear to God, it smells like what Danny's used to smell like when I was a kid when there was a smoking section. 
it's because you're not used to smelling, you know, cigarette smoke in inside a building anymore. And dude, it smells just like fucking Denny's or you walked into Shoney's or something back when you were a kid. When they, when they in the eighties. Bruh, uh. I swear to God, it smells exactly like that. It smells mm. like a Shoney's or a fucking Denny's from the eighties. Yeah. I'm afraid to open that fucking door. Notice he didn't answer when he bought a pack of cigarettes, though. That's fine. When? <laughs> Let's keep moving. Oh, oh, the other thing. Um, uh, ben Ben Martin, uh, longtime patron, Hall of Fame patron. Oh, Ben, actually, I should have shouted you out because you bumped up to the Hall of Fame level. Ben uh, sent me a note this week also about Van Hammer. We were talking about Van Hammer a second ago before Harper started talking about the, the Denny smell and the Shoney smell. I know exactly what you're talking about. He said Arn Anderson recently told a story on his podcast about Van Hammer. So... You know, WCW, they taped Van Hammer's actual debut the week before he debuted, you know, on The Clash. So they filmed it, you know, on regular on a Saturday night before uh, the actual class. And Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, and somebody else was like in the hallway at center stage, just kind of like standing there. And Arn says Van Hammer walks out of the dressing room, shakes hands with, you know, Arn and Bobby Eaton and tells them to don't worry. I'm here to save the company. And then he walks yeah. off. I've heard that. <laughs> Arm was like, we all looked at him like, who the hell is this goofball? <laughs> um, and apparently yeah, he told true. that same thing to like Cactus Jack, Tracy Smothers. He was like, hey, guys, I'm here to save the company. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all are welcome. Yeah, right. All right. So Hopper, uh, would you get some uh, camel no filters today, or what kind no. did you go for? I didn't know they oh. still make those anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You, you get you some cools or some new ports? Which one? Oh, you got the new ports. I got those Salem's. Salem's. Fuck, you know what All I was right. thinking, Doc? You remember the fucking Harlan Davidson cigarettes? Mm-hmm. That popped into my head for some fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, also, I had a lot of buddies that smoked American Spirits. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, now that's the thing. The things are fucking $10 a pack. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Fuck how, you. How much, how much were they when you started? Cigarettes? Yeah. When you oh, started. my God, dude. <laughs> a dollar? Well, you, were, you, you were eight, so how much were they? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, he started smoking in 1984. So, right. <laughs> I see, like, when I was in high school, they were like a dollar. When I started, it was a dollar ninety nine. Oh fuck! They were like a dollar here, and there was a brand called Mustangs that were the cheapest fucking cigarettes on the planet. They're like seventy five cents a pack, bro. Three I wasn't fuck, doing that. Three quarters. <laughs> You, 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 you get a pack of cigarettes. Gross. Isn't that fucking crazy? And then, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, after I left my Burger King job that I had been at for like, I don't know, close to two years or whatever it was, year and a half. I don't remember exactly. That's what's crazy is that not only did we do this, but we also did it both for a long time. Bro, I, I was working at a, 
I was working at a yeah, I was working at a grocery store after Burger King though. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air Harper which one it was. And I remember the cigarettes, a carton, you could get like a carton for 18, 19 bucks. Dude, I used to get those coupons in the mail. Yeah. And I used to put like for like five bucks off a carton. I'll get so, a carton for like fucking fifteen dollars. So you could get a carton from the grocery store at eighteen uh, eighteen to nineteen bucks. How many packs are in a carton, Harper? It's what ten, huh? Doc? Ten, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So, and if you're smart, you put the other ones in the freezer so that they're like staying fresh. So, but my 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 next thing was going to be for y'all is how much does one pack of just you know regular you know Marlboros or whatever? I don't know what a oh, just now. They're, yeah, they're probably like seven, seven fifty. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so almost eight, seven to eight bucks a pack, just a one pack. So how much is a carton now of those? Oh fuck, seventy five bucks, seventy yeah. bucks. That's unreal. There's no dude. I wasn't a smoker you back then. You know what then. hasn't changed? What? Minimum Wages. wage. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's gonna be smoking most of the? You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. Of a. Now, Harper, what did back when you were, you know, back when you were a bad, bad Catholic and you smoked mo- more than you do now? What did what was your brand? Back, uh, I guess back then, Marlboro. Well, you see, when I first started, it was Marlboro Reds. Oh, because you, because you got to be like John Wayne or whatever. You're smoking like tree bark, okay? Yeah, and then then of course you see, see cigarettes. It's like beer, where you start off drinking Budweiser back then, because you don't because you don't want to look like a pussy. They they eventually realize that's bullshit, and you just drink fucking Bud Light or Miller Light or something. And then everyone switches to fucking Marlboro Lights. <laughs> I started with Marlboro Lights. Yeah. Well, you start with Reds too. You're right. You're right. I started with reds, and then I went to mediums, and then I went to lights. And then I, I switched over at, like, 22 or so to, like, camels. Jesus, Lord. Camel y'all lights. used to have the, the thing, Doc, where they would uh, – when, uh, when the cigarette reps would, would – Oh, shit, bars. yeah. I'd be like, let me sign up for this. Yes. You, you, you sign up for it. I don't smoke. I don't give a shit what yes. you do. Sign up for this. Bro, I would walk out of there like five or six packs of cigarettes. Man, my knees were bent. My knees are buckling with all the cigarettes. <laughs> and man, we had a system built where even before like text messages, man, somebody come running and be like, the camel reps over three yeah. doors down. And we'd all be like, we'll be back to close out our tabs and run it over there. Fuck yes. Freeloading bastards, and, yeah, and, and, and those reps didn't care. So didn't you'd care. be like, "I'm gonna put my finger up like a mustache and be somebody else to re-sign up." <laughs> yeah, I never did this shit. Jeez. Yes, and, it, and, they would, and this was like back when like laptops were you could just like carry them around and ask you, "So what's your favorite brand?" If your if your favorite brand's out, what's your second brand? You just and then here, here's your two fucking packs. Some, two I, packs. I think, some of yeah, so I think it was Winces would give you two packs, and then you get your fucking two, two or three of your fucking buddies who don't smoke. Bro, you got fucking 
six pack of fucking smokes, bro. I just, I just, I beating just, the system, ain't you? I just took care of the next week. Oh yeah, and, and here's the thing: they're paying this rep like minimum wage, maybe a, a, a couple bucks more, and his job is to come back with an empty bag of cigarettes. Yeah, I, I, I gave them all away. He didn't care. They don't yeah. care. They, they're, they're collecting addresses and stuff from people, just like. Wrestlers were the wrestling companies were. Oh, we'll send in you know cards to Magnum TA so that we can get you on the mailing list. Right, exactly. That's, yeah, and then you start. Yeah, and people like me and Harper didn't give a shit what all the game was. We only saw the end game and how we would profit from this. Because then, if you're sitting there with six packs of cigarettes, you're like, shit. Well, I'm set for the next week. Dude, yes, dude, for real, dude. So now I'm a week up on shit that cost me money, and I don't have a lot of money. And I'm addicted to this shit, so it's not like I, I can just – this isn't discretionary income anymore. I'm feeding it an addiction. <laughs> it's a, this money's going down a hole in my – money's going down a hole in my arm, you know. <laughs> oh, bro. My job in New Orleans back in the day, it just – fine sister that worked there and all the all the dudes you know was trying to get with her i'm bringing this up because this one guy was like man man she's so cold she's so cold and one day he's he's i don't know walking outside and sees her on a smoking patio and she's firing up a lung dart of cool filter king right he 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 comes back in and he looks like he's heartbroken, right? He's walking back in. And I was like, man, what the hell's wrong with you, man? I just saw Tanya. I was like, what's wrong with Tanya? He's like, she just like the rest of these old ghetto ass hoes. She out there smoking a cool filter king. I can't do nothing but that. I'm like, <laughs> like what, bro? I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, I didn't understand why he was so heartbroken. I'm like, man, you ain't never seen that broad out there smoking. <sighs> anyway, I think that's like why I notice a lot of like black dudes smoke those like those cheap cigars. That's like two for a dollar. Black and Miles. Yeah, well, they're the ones that got the little tip at the end. Yeah, Black and Miles so, yeah. has a tip on the end. Yeah, dude, they're fucking two for a dollar. I said, I'm thinking, fuck, that's probably why they smoke them because they're so fucking cheap. Dude, them things are terrible too. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Mike, how many cigarettes have you smoked in your life? Oh, God, no more than probably 10. And it, it, I had to be really stressed out about something and just around a couple of dudes firing them up for me to just, yeah, give me one of them cancer sticks. So it, it ain't often. Uh, you know, a parent died or something. Yeah. Like. Now, then again, and I was, that was, and then you did it. Did that work for you? It actually uh, gave me a little lightheaded feeling. Like, oh yeah, that's part. That's a that's a feature. But I don't know, man. I just prefer, you know, just drinking outside. Yeah, just <laughs> like, deal with it. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, man. The, the smoking, bro. It, it's it's too quick of a a hit. Like, there's no I, there's no bang for the buck. The blood brain. The blood brain barrier fast. Yeah, it's too quick, bro. It's like, you know, you and then you feel it and then it's like it goes away so quick, it's like 
no, nah, I can't do this. Like you, they know what they're doing because you really feeding that machine when they get you hooked and all the money you got to spend because it's such a quick hit. Like you can't. You, I see how people go through like you know a pack in a day or more than that because the yeah, hit is so quick and fast. And, and when you're when you're five six beers in and those cigarettes are rolling, right? The the it, the vice industries are just sitting back and laughing. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. You know, I would see dudes do that. Like you get it, drinking, and, and when you get in the in the zone, and you know what I'm talking about. You're you're holding yeah. court with some friends. You. You, the tunes are loud. The women are around. The buddies are around. Something's happening. A, a sporting event. Shit, I've smoked a pack of cigarettes during a fucking basketball game before playoffs. And shit. God damn. You get nervous. You just start chain smoking, and then you had a tw- you know you had a twelve pack and a pack of, uh, pack yeah. of smoke. It, you... Yeah. Is is there's no bang for the buck, bro? Like people say, yeah, but a good bottle of liquor costs a lot of money. You're going to get a lot more mileage out of that bottle, in my opinion. Uh, my question was always, why do I have to choose? Let's do both. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> Will nah. we lose a war here? Nah. Just, and I can't stand the way cigarette smoke smells now. Oh, man, that shit stinks. You know, a it nice cigar. Re- it, it, it either really stinks. Or it smells really good sometimes. I can't I stand you. smelling it in a house. That's a little much. Like if you're out on the porch, though, man, there's yeah. there, there's very there's very few things that are better than having a, a drink and a cigarette and solving world's problems with some of your best friends, like outside on the patio. Hopper, I'm, I'm gonna bring a couple cigars when I come down to X-rated on the Marshall. Oh Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give you something that you know tastes good instead of that. So, uh, what kind of cig- you... uh, cigars? Billy Blunt. Billy's Blunt. No, 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 no. Good shit. Hey, we got to get the show moving. We're gonna be here till midnight. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're not even twenty three minutes in. Hey, we got to go now to the WCW Control Center with Paulie Dangerously. He reviews the Patriots defeating the Freebirds for the WCWS Tag Titles. Then he reviews what's been happening with Sting and Cactus Jack. Uh, Sting cuts a promo. It's pathetic. He talks a little, but there's no how. And then we go to Cactus Jack to hear what Cactus thinks about this situation. I need to play this, Doc, and uh, we'll react on the other side. Here it is. Sting, why don't you put down your crayons? Take your eyes off the mirror and take a good look at the picture of your miserable life. Is it getting any clearer? Can't you see, Sting? Can't you see that you can't fight what you don't understand? And when it comes to Cactus Jack, you haven't got a clue. You haven't got a clue! But I got some clues on you, buddy. First, it was Abdullah butchering you. Second, it was Cactus Jack making life as you once knew it, a memory. And now we got surprise after surprise for your miserable little life. But you want to go on national TV, you want to go on national TV and lie to your little stingers. Tell them you're not afraid. Tell them you're a big man and you're not hard to find. Sting, my address is even easier. I'll be in your head. Is it one of the contenders for the United States heavyweight? <laughs> I like that last line. I'll be in your head. Anyway, Doc, any thoughts on Cactus right there? Once again, we're left with 
this guy will never draw any money. I mean, explain Just, what you, you know, mean by that. We don't need him. Well, I mean, he's here now, so obviously we think we need him at this yeah, moment. Yeah, we're going to cut him because he'll never amount to anything. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. Um, There's no like, oh, we see a seed there. We see a we see something we could we could build upon. Nothing. No. Nope. Well, Just of course, no. they made tons of mistakes. I mean, we know that. Yeah. Cactus, Austin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Undertaker. They're about to. They're Razor, about to. Diesel. They're about to get together one of the most underrated factions in wrestling history in a few months. And I don't think they realize what they had. Are you talking about the American males? No. Paul Lee's Dangerously's crew. I'm going to leave it at that. I think Uh, it's so underrated because, I mean, not a lot of people were uh, watching it back then. Not a lot of people, not as many people were watching it. Plus, it didn't last very long. Like, it wasn't like a big, lengthy, long, you know, it wasn't like the, not that the Horseman lasted 20 years, although it feels like it. Um, the core Horseman was just a very short time. I mean, we've talked about this before, Doc, when you talk about the Freebirds and Von Eric feud. I mean, the, the main feud was like, you know, 18 months to two years. But it's just one of those things that it just didn't last a long time. So, like, stay in power wasn't there. But those people in that faction that Paul Lee had, Dangerous Alliance, I'll just say it, shit. He had pros. Like, he had a fucking faction. Um, Most underrated. One of the most underrated for sure. But we'll keep moving. Uh, Cactus Jack is going to defeat Johnny Meadows with the uh, modified double arm hook, underhook DDT. Uh, lots of uh, cactus just beating the piss out of Meadows, especially at the end. He does the second rope uh, or drops, uh, goes to the second rope and drops an elbow on Meadows on the floor. Doc, you got anything from this one? I just didn't think that cactus needed to do the elbow out, the stuff outside on this one. No. Oh, yeah, he's got to. He's got to show he's crazy. I mean, that's his thing, right? Like to do that move. Yeah, that's fuck that. Yeah. Look, I'm not. You beat the piss out this fella, bro. Then you're gonna drop that when you don't have to. You sound like Ric Flair now when he's like, "Cactus, you ain't gotta do all that." Well, I sound like Robert Fuller telling Kim Bon Eric, "We're doing more work than this job." No, now that was 100 percent accurate. Kevin Von Eric. Definitely always wanted to do more work than the job required. And that was a stiff son of a gun, too. We know. But anyway, uh, the WCW top 10, we go through that again. And uh, Z-Man is ranked above Johnny B. Bad, which is just wrong. And then Austin is finally ranked above Elegante. Thank God. Thank and God. And that's all I got to say about that. All right. We keep moving. Dustin Rhodes is going to take on Bob Cook. And it's a quick match. Dustin with a hip toss to Cook. Bionic elbow followed by a nice lariat and then the bulldog for the win by pin. Uh, they didn't. They didn't even go like two minutes or something like that. But Doc, any thoughts from you on Dustin picking up a win? My only note is it was a solid little match. Yeah, yeah it was great. You don't know. I do watch. See, look, you look. <laughs> See, watch. Look, look at him. See, look at him. Watch. Look at him, Tony. There he goes. He is. Look, Look at, at him. him. Look at him. Throws him to the corner. There he comes. Kick him. Bulldog. Kick him like a dog. Whip him. Whip him like a dog. Whip him. All right. We'll keep moving. 
Uh, Jim Ross and Pauly throw to a replay of Lex Luger, Holly Race, and Mr. Hughes attacking Wyndham and Simmons from last week. And then after the match, or after the replay, we then go to Barry Barry Wyndham and Ron Simmons versus Rip Rogers and Jim Boss. Uh, It ends with a big lariat by Wyndham. Uh, He tags Simmons in, and Simmons delivers a spine buster. So they get the victory. Kind of nice. I mean, we got basically Wyndham's kind of finisher with the spine buster. Uh, or one of his finishers, and then Simmons with his, uh, or Wyndham hit the lariat, and then Simmons hit the spine buster. Doc, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, at the beginning, it looked like uh, Rip was doing some dick dancing. You got a timestamp? At the beginning, in the introductions. Oh, the inter- so before the match even starts. Yes. God, now you, see, I didn't have that note. Now I want to see him dick dance. Right. Cause Rip's funny, man. Rip, 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 Rip's. I mean, I don't want to. He's not a clown, but he definitely is out there doing his best to entertain. He's working his gimmick. So it was during the like announcements. Yes. Here, see. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he hits the flex. Oh yeah. Okay, here it comes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Stan Lane, but yes. <laughs> All <laughs> uh, right, boy, boy, boy. Okay, the only show thoughts? that gets this excited about dick dancing. Um, any other thoughts, Doc? I like Ron and Barry together. I, I think it's good. Ebony and Ivory, bro. Yeah, you were talking about that last week. How you like how they put them together? All right. On that note, after they defeat Rip and Jim Boss. We then go to Paulie Dangerously in the Danger Zone with Lex Luger, Harley Race, and Mr. Hughes. Uh, we're going to listen to that and react to it on the other side. Uh, some kind of good stuff here. Here we go. Seven-time heavyweight champion of the world, Harley Race, and the world's most dangerous bodyguard, Mr. Hughes. And gentlemen, it appears to me that it's quite obvious your enemies have united together. They are... What? Oh, here they come! Get out of the ring, Paul E! It's a fist fight right now! Simmons and Luger! Wyndham knocks Race outside! But Mr. Hughes netting Barry Wyndham with a big right hand! Alright, the reason I played that little bit of it is because I just want to make a point how this is how it should be. They come out there to cut a promo. Simmons and, and Wyndham are pissed off from last week because they busted... You know, basically Barry's face into the concrete. We're not going to wait around and let you yap and do all your bull crap for 15 minutes like you see nowadays on TV. No. Before you even get started, I'm pissed. I have a personal issue, and I'm coming out here to whoop some ass. Doc, what were your thoughts? Same thing. We don't need music. We don't need a long entrance. I'll, we, we have personal issues, and we need uh, ain't nothing but air between us. Harper, does anything piss you off more than when they stand out there and talk for 20 minutes? Oh, I I don't. It's just, there's so much of it pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with that. It's hard to find just one thing. Yeah, yeah. When when they stand there and they, right when they get done with the sentence, the music stops and they look like, what? I didn't know that was going to happen. Right. It's so choreographed. It's like, what the piss? Yeah. What the hell? You know what it's like? It, it this is just it's not what it is, but you know how like 
just 10 minutes ago, we literally had an eight to 10 minute discussion on cigarette smoking. It's like they're having a casual conversation, but they're supposed to be pissed with each other. Yes. It was like we were talking about casually, you know, cigarette smoke. And y'all are going through these examples of when the people just give. They're having that same discussion in a ring where they're supposed to have a personal issue. But I'm just going to let you talk and make all your points because this is a goddamn speech, speech debate from high school and not an actual personal issue. And we're in the wrestling ring. That That's yeah. what. That's the part that pisses me off the most whenever I think about that. It's like, what is, what is this? Are we in high school right now? Oh, you went to high school with him? <sighs> okay. Uh, we'll keep moving now. So, JR and Pauly wrap up the previous segment and tell us we'll hear some comments later on about the situation <laughs> with Wyndham and Hughes and all that. Then, Pauly and JR throw to a replay of the enforcers hurting or injuring Bill Kazmaier before the match they had with the Steiners. Um, or before they had with Steiner and Kazmaier. And then they show them defeating Kazmaier and Steiner to win the world tag team titles. Well, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, Kazmaier really was in a really lucky spot. I mean, he was fighting for the world tag team titles. Anyway, we broke that all down at the cl- on the clash, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. This show does not have ads at this time, uh, so please support the show. Become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, where we talk all about this. After the clip airs, of this tag match from the clash paulie and jr speculate that the Freebirds now want the world tag titles from the enforcers and paulie says i'm surprised they don't want the u.s tag belts back but you know that may make sense because you know they want to prove how good they are and that they deserve the world belts uh they literally went over like seven minutes of replays here doc so i'm gonna keep moving if that's okay with you yeah Yeah. did we see that Mm -hmm. we did that was from the clash right but and then we're gonna is, see some crazy. Now we're gonna see some real crazy stuff. Now this pissed Doc off. So Jim Ross throws to a replay clip of Sting versus Stunning Steve Austin in the Omni, where we already talked about it. But there was a one night tournament to determine the U.S. champion. Remember, Luger lost the title. He had to give it up because he became world champion. There were eleven guys in this tournament, and Sting and Austin were in the final. Now. We talked about it and litigated this already. Why the hell Austin is is in this, I don't know. just didn't make much sense to me because he's the world television champion. Why do you want to do this? Uh, Doc, what did you have from from this with Austin and Sting? Let's beat our TV champ so that we can crown a U.S. champ with I, so much talent in the promotion. They didn't have to do it. No, how about we send out Scott Hall and Sting to go 25 minutes for the title where Sting wins like you know he would, but the stud comes out tough. The, the, I, th- I don't know if we talked about it. Did we talk about the bracket, how, how it any, even got to this point? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I was just, I was just wondering if we, if we even got to that point. I mean, like the, the thing was, you had Sting, you had Arn Anderson in this, you had the Diamond Stud, you had Bobby. Eaton. You didn't have to do this. You had it's Steve like, Austin, Zinc. You had Johnny B. Bad, Yellow Dog, uh, Ricky Morton, and Dustin Rose were all in this tournament. We couldn't get 
someone else to face Sting and we could, because here's the thing the Johnny B bad yellow dog match was a draw the Ricky Morton Dustin Rhodes match was a was a double DQ we couldn't get Austin involved in one of these double DQs with someone so that we could mm. get Bobby Eaton to face Sting for the US title like I or like you said the diamond stud like there was so much I, I don't look man if Dusty Rhodes booked this I'm still being critical this was dumb like that this is you did not need to do this for this US title not Austin and then this the, was dumb the finish Austin, with this was stupid is this his first loss that we've seen yeah right okay this is dumb. I mean, when I say loss, you know, I mean legit, like, you know, get pinned shit. Anyway, so like, that was that. It's go like ahead, shock. Remember that? I wouldn't put this as bad as that because at least Austin, it was a competitive match, but Future Shock was pretty damn stupid. Made no sense. I don't know. And then I know Doc's mad because it's Sting who won. Um, Any other notes it's on this, even, Doc? It's not even that. He's not even that. Like, I know better than to think he's going to beat Sting here. He shouldn't beat Sting here. I get that. I'm not dumb. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that either. I don't think he should have beat Sting here. I'm mad that that this was even allowed to happen. Yeah. Yep. Lazy. Uh, Okay, don't quote Cornetti. I know. What a a fucking... I'm a hack. It's like Darren. I am. Why are you mad at Darren? in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> we work in the room. We work in the room here. What? <laughs> Bruh, you know what's funny? I do. I did that show with y'all about the the top five sci-fi, and Darren <laughs> Hopper's. Darren's trying to tell a story where he saw some one of the five top five sci-fi movies. He saw it at a, a drive-in. And, and, and Darren's like, Harper's like, where'd you see that? And Harper's and Darren says, Man, I saw that the the drive-in, old drive-in on General de Gaulle and and such and such. And Harper's like, Where's that at? And Darren goes, like I said, General de Gaulle and such and such. And Harper says, where? <laughs> Darren gets hot. He goes, well, I don't think the fucking people can give a shit. <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> he got fucking hot. It was so great. I had so many people reach out to me on social media and email telling me that. And I was like, that sounds about right. <laughs> so you're <sighs> telling me that, that he's setting up Darren like I set up Harper. The funny part, no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I pissed off. Like I was so not pissed off. Let me tell you why I was pissing, laughing at it. Is because Harper always asks questions that he does not want the answer to, but he gets hung up on them. He's like a kid who, at that moment, it's like the toy that they have to have. But but ten minutes after they play with that stupid fucking toy, they don't want nothing to do with that shit no more. And if you bring it up to them, they're like, "I don't fucking care. What are you talking about?" That's exactly what was happening right there. Harper is trying to drill down the exact location of this sci-fi movie when all Darren's trying to do is talk about why the movie was great. <laughs> Darren, Darren got triggered. He's like, bro, I don't think they fucking care. <laughs> Get it out. I don't think they fucking care, bro. I fucking saw it. Because I wanted to know, like, exactly where the fuck it was on general fucking... Di- That's like saying, oh, 
But he said the exact street. He said General de Gaulle and whatever the other street was. He said the cross street. And you said, where? And he's like, General de Gaulle and the cross street. And you like, where's that at? (laughs) He was was so fucking pissed. (sighs) All right. I'm going to keep moving now. I'm hyperventilating. I remember that commercial. Girl, you know it's Millie Vanilli. Yeah, I'm. I remember this. I think one of them's dead. Yeah, I think one of them OD'd or he killed yeah. himself. Yeah, he, he had did. like he drug OD'd. problems and shit. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, everybody was uh, they pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. All right, we'll keep moving. Yeah, so right. They did at a time. Uh, Jim yeah. Ross and everyone does that shit now. Lip sync. Yeah. Oh, nobody's a musician anymore. No. Yeah. Not even rappers. Okay. And they don't even sing. actually rappers like kind of sing now. I don't even want to get into that discussion. It's so terrible. Right. Jim Ross and Paulie. About, how do you feel about mumble rap? Yeah, stupid. Um, Jim Ross and Paulie throw to a series of replays with Abdullah and Cactus attacking Sting by coming out of the box, and then the woman coming out of the box, and then then we got some promos here that are coming up, which they must be played, Doc, because I need you to just be pissed off at Sting here, because that's kind of what you do. You know what I'm saying? How's that sound? What's he What's he about to say that's going to pop us? Well, let's go right now to um, Paulie and JR throwing it to Sting. Here it is. Either. Let's hear comments now from Sting and from Cactus Jack. Oh, man! <laughs> One week I get a box with Big Abdul the Butcher popping out of it. We'll call him the Butcher Block. The next week, well, it's Cactus Jack and you said it. We'll call him Jack in the Box. And then the next week, hmm, she was beautiful. She really was beautiful. We'll call her Broad in the Box. I don't know what to call her, and I don't care. I don't know who's going to pop out of the next box. Clash of Champions, though. What a surprise for you, Cactus, huh? What's it like to have somebody surprise attack? You thought it was going to be the big butcher block, Abdullah pop out of the thing, but it was none other than Sting. Now, my next question is, who's behind all this? Who's paying you the big bucks, all three of you, the woman included, to pop out of these box and mess with the Stinger? Well, I'm going to find out who that person is, or my name ain't Sting. Woo! <laughs> it's the time of the night that you people at home should put down the Twinkies, take a deep breath, and tune up your TV because a message has been served. <laughs> ask Sting, ask Sting. He got my message. He got my message, Sting. You open up that little gift, you got a jack in the box. <laughs> and then you tried to play my game. You want to play my game? You don't even know the rules. I make them up, Sting. I call the shots. Not you. Not you. So you want to get smart, you're going to find that your days become a living hell. I'm going to be your tour guide because I know the way. I know the way. I know how to get inside your head. Make life as you knew it a memory. A memory. Just ask the Z-Man. Ask the Z-Man. You saw what I did to him. His career's over and no one's crying tears about it, especially not me. My only problem is I'm feeling a little bit guilty. Guilty. Because someone is paying me a lot of money, Sting, to put you out of wrestling, and I did it to the Z-Man for free. So Sting, my friend, 
the next time is on the house because I'm a walking, talking pain machine. When I'm not doing it, I'm thinking about it. When I'm not thinking about it, when I lay my head down to sleep, there's a pretty good chance I'm dreaming about it too. <laughs> uh, Doc, what do you think about Sting's portion of that? It's the problem that is Sting. There's a butcher box, Jack in the box, and then a lady comes up. He said butcher out. block, didn't he? Yeah. He said butcher box. Which is kind of worse. I guess. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if they have one where Dick Murdoch comes on? He goes, it's a dick in a box. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. we had the unfortunate broad in a box. So say that and say that nowadays on wrestling TV. The broads are out here wrestling. Jesus Christ! Well, that's how I felt during that ro- women's rumble. Yeah, we know. You, you, we did a Patreon episode on tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Oh, Doc went off. He went I off. I watched the men's one, but not the women's one. You win. Uh, any other thoughts on Sting right there? I mean, Cactus was meh, but Sting just—I I watched it multiple times, laughing. He's—he's he's not the guy that you—they need him to be. I don't care. It gets Ooh, I don't care if Rick Flair thinks so or not. He's not. Come on. Right. Uh, we come back from commercial. Jim Ross and Paul E. Uh, they say Cactus has signed that he will wrestle Sting one on one, and then they throw the Cactus versus Z Man. Man, as soon as I saw this, um, again, this is Z Man. He's wrestling twice now in this episode, so that's why I said this. This episode is kind of like a mix of uh, uh, different events. Uh, this one actually is from Perry, Georgia. I did look it up. September third, this one took place. Um, Cactus Barbara, and Z Man. What would it be like if you? Wore Cactus Jack's top to the bar this weekend. Like, get you some fringe with some beads on the end, but it's kind of like a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> What's that logo that's on the front of it? On Cactus's shirt? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to look. He's laying on the mat right now. It's, is this, bro, that's the Z Man again? That's what I said. That's what he just said. Yeah, I can't see what's on the logo on his shirt. It's not HD. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, they throw to this match, and it's the Z-Man and Cactus. And we saw Z-Man in the opening match, so now you're seeing him again. Now him and Cactus are out here. And Cactus is tearing it up. I ain't trying to, you know, bad my Cactus. It's just, it's just, it, there's a, you can tell this, this, this episode's kind of thrown together. Because if you notice, they're doing a lot of stuff with Paul Lee. And JR on the green screen. So it's basically, they're basically telegraphing that this stuff happened. You know, whatever we're watching happened a while back, and they're trying to, you know, weave into what's currently going on. Am I the only one that was ready for Cactus Jack to get hardcore here? Oh, God. I was like, come on, just get this over with. Um, Z Man is a Perry? Perry, Georgia. Alabama? Oh, Georgia? Yeah, Perry, Georgia. What 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 a building they're in. Um, Harry Civic Center. Yeah, it's in the middle of the day, you can see too. Yeah. <clears throat> Z-Man uh, hits a super kick and then a flying crossbody over the we top call, rope we call on that Cactus. A matinee show, sir. Matinee. Okay. Ref counts both men out. 
but they brawl after. So Z-Man technically doesn't lose. Uh, Cactus has Z-Man beaten down. He drops the elbow on Z-Man from the second rope on the outside. Good job, Cactus. A bunch of enhancement talent hit the ring, try to save Z-Man. I was actually hoping for more of a beatdown on Z-Man because I think he deserved it. And uh, that's that. Um, Double count out, though. Doc, any thoughts? We can all get behind the beatdown. Boy, you ain't lying. All right. So then, uh, back from commercial, Paulie and Jim Ross, they threw to a series of replays. We're going more replays. This is of Luger, Race, Hughes, and Simmons, and Wyndham, and what we've seen now for a few weeks. Boy, they are milking this replay, are they not? It's getting kind of old. Yeah. Um, That is followed up by, I feel like, a Harley Race and Lex Luger promo that we've heard now. But maybe they're just sounding the same. Your thoughts, Doc? No, they are. Okay. They are the same or just sound the same? I think they're sounding the same, but it it could be the same for all I know. Yeah, I didn't do a side-by-side, but Luger seems confident. You know, Ron's a big dude. Barry's here to as well to help him out. You know, I don't know. This is... um, I don't hate this. I don't hate it either. It's just kind of meat and potatoes. And it, it, to me, does continue to solidify the fact that Luger has passed Sting. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, Sting's got the U.S. title now, so of course. Oh, well, he's a big player in this thing. He's a number one contender. No, I'm saying, like, you know, obvious that Luger... Look, look, man, Luger's a better world champion than Sting. I, I mean... I get that that might ruffle some people's feathers, but it's you not. motherfucker. Come on. Mm. I mean, are we, we, knew, are we, we knew this here? was coming for you. What? What? They still got the third fucking free bird. Yeah, we're about to get to that. So after that promo, we keep going in the we last match. Out here. The last match on the show is the York Foundation, Richard Morton, Thomas Rich, and Terrence Taylor versus the Freebirds with Bad Street. Or and Bad Street, because technically he is a member of the Freebirds. The Freebirds are really faces here. The crowd is really, really into this. Um, they started with about eight minutes left in the show. Doc, what are your notes from this, if any? Um, this is was supposed to be heel versus heel, and I don't give a shit, so I fast-forwarded. <laughs> Dude, are- hey, look. It is still September. There's this two hours long and it's a six-man tag with no meaning at the end. Nah, bruh. Oh, dude. Uh, well, they go to the Braves. The crowd is into this. I said, like I said last week, Harper, Greg Maddox probably pitched an 83-pitch complete game in two hours and nine minutes, and now we get the whole wrestling show. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, so the finish. Uh, Taylor was hit with a double. The fucking Mets didn't get anybody past second base, and now here we are. (laughs) To finish the match, Taylor is hit with a double DDT. Bad Street had Taylor pinned, but Morton hits Bad Street with a computer. And the Freebirds win by DQ because Morton used uh, York's computer or word processor or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Um, You know... I wasn't sure. Like, I don't agree with Doc. I actually think this was a good main event. They had about eight minutes or so. The crowd was into it. You know, it's just one of those things. I mean, Doc's right. The match, technically, it didn't matter. Like, that was the thing. It was just, you know, as we've gotten older, whenever I just see matches like this that don't matter, it just takes it out of me. I Yeah, it does suck. 
I need like I, I realized when I was younger it didn't matter as much, but now that I'm older, I need a personal issue to be invested in anything. Like I, I got it. There's there's too much heat in this world for me to, to 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 watch something that there's not a personal issue involved. And that's just my feelings on it. Okay, Harper, I looked it up. Uh, I, I was looking up one of the messages I got. So it, future recluse on our page, Patreon page said, "So far I'm laughing my ass off." Harper, where'd you see the movie? D-Man, off the gall in Algiers. Where's that? D-Man, in, uh, in Algiers, off the gall. I don't think people give a fuck where I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you were grilling him. Great stuff. Okay, Doc, we do need to rate this thing and hand out some Rolexes. Uh, before we do so, I want to remind everyone to please consider becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Uh, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt, where you can access all of our Patreon content, 400 plus episodes, including the video versions of the shows that Doc Harper and I review. Um, Doc, let's uh, keep the show moving. What are you going to rate it? I, I don't think this was as good as last week, and it felt more like a collage you said piece together that's that's it a was. good way to put it yeah um so if that's the case and i gave it a b plus last week uh i think you know nothing was terrible so i'll say b okay so b um yeah i'm gonna go b as well harper what about you i'll give it a, a b you know what this reminds me of? Those like Coliseum home videos where it would just be random matches. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just because you said that, I'm going to be minus. Yeah, those like, those, uh, those, you know, house show matches. I love the kids get the fucking, the action figures. Fucking action figures, yeah. The um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was that bad as the Coliseum ones. Cause that was pretty obvious. This just, dude, I used to love those fucking videos, bro. Yeah, we all did, Harper. I mean, it was like, look, look, let's be real. We can. Comp- Doc is right. We're complaining, as he said, man, this two-hour shit and the Braves. What the hell is going on? He's right. It's because we're damn near fifty. The, when we were ten and eleven and nine why and eight, show three hours. Dude. Why isn't it fucking all night? It should come on at seven and stay on till midnight on it Friday. Should stay on until I'm ready to watch Night Flight later tonight and see some yes. videos. I, I saw somewhere on some Facebook based one posted what VHS video have you watched the most? And mine by a, a long shot was the WWF VCR WrestleMania game. That I got for Christmas one year. Remember those? They they uh, uh, had a football one. I think you told me this before, and you said yeah. you just watched it on a loop over and over again. I just watched that tape over and over and over again because you couldn't just get wrestling, and I was my fucking wrestling. That's what I'm saying. They like, I mean, we just watched shit repeatedly. Hey, when I was in college, I'd laid there hungover and watched the same sports center four times in a row in the mornings before I had to go to uh, class. I remember being during the Monday Night Wars era watching shit over and yeah. over and over. Like, I remember Nitro. I think I told you this before. Nitro actually came on. We We would be training. And so I would tape it, but also watch it when i got home the replay and then after the replay went off i'd freaking watch the tape sometimes because like 
it just that was just you couldn't get enough and that was me in my like early 20s i didn't want to talk about it. dude when when i freaking discovered that tbs had a show so i had mid-south on saturday afternoons w world class on freaking sunday nights at 10 35 and i knew I, if i could get by my uncle joe on fucking saturday afternoons too i could get two hours of tbs bro you could have i thought we had died and we were in heaven i was like are you shitting me four hours of wrestling in a weekend can i do this for the rest of my life Pray to love me some prime time wrestling or prime time yeah they're due when freaking look we weren't wwf guys when saturday night main event was on Ooh, come boy. on bro bro that that whole day you would just sit there and wait for it like it was christmas that's what i'm saying it was like you couldn't 10 30 couldn't get here soon enough no. And it was only I'm one. Dr. Pepper at like eight thirty, just to make sure I don't miss this shit. Hopper, it was only one hour. What? I'm the main Saturday night main event. No, what? what? Some of them were. Some of them were an well, hour and a half. Well, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Some were. Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. But okay, even hour and a half, Bruh, That hour and a half felt like it lasted five seconds five seconds mm-hmm. it was over before it started it was like we, we, can we get some more bro you dude so, i used to sit there fuck, look, fuck, look, look, i'll look at the clock i'm like fuck i think this is the last match fuck. <laughs> i thought we were gonna get to see hercules hernandez tonight i guess no. not yeah hey who gets <laughs> the uh toot toot all right, yeah, who's getting the uh, Rolex this week or the toot-toot? I'm going with Arn Anderson. What about you, Doc? I'm going to give it to both enforcers. Okay. Wow, that kind of shocks me a little bit. All right, uh, Harper, who are you going to give yours to? Double A, bro. Double A. All right, so there's that. All right, um, anything else before we uh, wrap up and I plug Harper's uh, relationship Haven't life? Have we done enough for these people? Um, we do enough for our people. You see how he talks about y'all? Haven't we done That's enough for people. these people? Uh, before we get out of here, I do want to remind you, Hopper is still doing his video shout outs, life advice, relationship advice, all that good stuff. All you got to do is email him, chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Tell him exactly what you want in the video. Be as descriptive as possible. And then you'll need to PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Again, at cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Um, Hopper, anything else for uh, before you hit the tagline? No. All right. <laughs> hit, the t- hit the tagline and let's roll. Fucking bitch.